<laughs> I mean, it's crazy that I, yeah, I mean, the hypocrisy, I mean, anyways, anyways, yeah, let's. Okay, let's Move keep on. it moving. Let's but the, on the Iran nuclear deal. Yeah, what's happening yeah, yeah, there? On the Iran so last deal. week, the last time we spoke was that, you know, due to the some of the demands from the Russians, they had, quote unquote, paused the deal. So, yeah, what, what's happened since? Uh, yeah, so the, they paused the deal. Russia apparently wanted to return guarantee that their uh, their economic activities with Iran won't be sanctioned as a part of the U.S. thing. Then the Iranian foreign minister went to Moscow. He met with Lavrov and all that. And then the Russians said, announced that they have they have received written uh, uh, guarantees from the U.S. government that uh, the activities, economic activities with Iran won't be sanctioned. Mm-hmm. U.S. net price came out saying that we haven't. We we he said that we allow Russians to say what they want. But we, we haven't, uh, we never meant to sanction the activities related to the nuclear activity. So to be honest, I don't know if the, <laughs> it could be the Russians are trying to save face because Iranians may have told them that as there was a rumor that we're going to make a separate deal with Americans, we don't care. Uh, or it might be Americans trying to save face by saying that, yeah, we allowed Russia. We never meant to sanction that. We never, yeah. we never even wanted, <laughs> you know. So I don't know who, probably everybody's lying. Just that's probably the case. But now, it's, yeah, the deal seems closer than ever. And uh, yesterday, America said that, you know, uh, it's they pretty much they don't see any obstacles anymore to the mm. deal and all that. And Axios actually reported that uh, Biden administration is uh, considering to remove Sepah, which is part of Iranian military uh, or majority of it. Uh, but they're, uh, they, they're considering removing them from an international list of sort of terrorist groups, which mm-hmm. I think uh, Trump put them on. So, you know, it's there are positive signs. Oh, and Iran released a couple of uh, political, not well, prisoners that yeah. uh, you know uh, that were in Iran that were in, that were arrested due to sort of. I mean, the allegation was that they were spies for MI6 and you know foreign agencies, but I mean, it seemed unlikely. And oh, uh, we, we released the hostages, British hostages, yeah. and. Uh, some some unrelated, yeah, unrelated US government also paid back their over 40-year-old debt to Iran over some military equipment. Unrelated. unrelated. <laughs> but this is it's this not is related. Good. Yeah, this is I mean in, don't insinuate. <laughs> but these are promising signs, no? Yeah, yeah. And like the news isn't but, following the Iran nuclear deal in that way, like. I mean, they are, but it's not yeah, like, you know, I'm all cameras glad. are not on it. But so that means that I'm glad. Yeah. Yeah. It could definitely be a good thing. Doesn't bring unnecessary tension. Americans won't act like in some way. But this means that one day we could kind of wake up and, you know, there will be reports that they're about to sign the deal or something like that. Like, oh, yeah, perhaps I think in, in the, the next coming week, weeks. Yeah. yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, it seems so. I mean, I'm surprised. I I'm famously said I don't see it happening. <laughs> but yeah, I'm. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, it's probably gonna happen soon. It's yeah, pro- I'm I'm very much 
I like to see if it will. I mean, I'm because I think there's a very good chance in two years we're gonna have a Republican uh, administration. President. So I wonder. Yeah, exactly. So I wonder if it will last very long. Yeah. I mean, it would be, it would just become absolutely ridiculous. I mean, I know that we live in a ridiculous world and everything that, everything that happens in politics and stuff is largely ridiculous. So again, if it happens, you know, it could happen, but come on, that would be ridiculous for a second time. Again, (laughs) doing the same thing, like, come on, like pick a different tactic the second time, at least, I don't know, be like, I don't know, let's amend the deal or something. I don't know, but I mean, doing the exact same thing again is a bit ridiculous but hey definitely Never, definitely I mean, plausible. In my ex, every like every time i have like gone predicting the world based on this is like ridiculous this can't happen i've been proven wrong including trump election so i, yeah. I really don't but know Sam, i've told I really you i've warned know. you before just because that trump thing happened everybody it's does true. everything in life now like, no no it's, i don't know it's you know just... i used to think i was i was cam okay, but uh, after right. the trump election <laughs> trump election uh, okay i have yeah, a lot I know, I'm joking. Uh, election uh, the, uh i mean it's, it's so many things it's just it feels like i am increasingly coming to the belief that there is a god but it's a cruel <laughs> teenager with the ant form as who said that somebody famous said that it's a it's a real it's just a cruel anti-social teenager with the ant form and it's just playing jokes on us I, anyway. yeah i see but okay so let's move on to a part of the world if you don't mind where there's a lot of media attention <laughs> insane yeah, amount that's, of media by the way, attention why- that's why I say I'm glad yeah. there is no media attention on you. Man, the media, I mean, I am, again, increasingly, like, this whole fucking democracy thing is becoming a question for me. Because, Jesus Christ, like, I, like they are literally, I mean, there's a great uh, clip that Ryan Grimm plays on the Hill uh, by one of his colleagues that sort of uh, uh, puts all the... Everybody in the media, in the press room, is basically asking Jen Psaki, why don't you attack Russia? Why don't you give weapons to Ukraine? Why don't you do, like, no, he said no-fly zone, so you don't want to provide no-fly zone? Are you a dick or an asshole? What is that? <laughs> like, well, like, they can't... And Man, these journalists... Syria the- and Libya was the same. Uh, I don't remember Iraq, to be. I don't feel like Iraq was as bad. I don't remember journalists being i don't know maybe i was yeah. too young then but it's ridiculous this is goddamn ridiculous like I, like everywhere like, everybody's like it's almost a goating like uh, the government why don't uh, why don't you go fight why yeah. don't you go fight? don't you fucking ever like uh, maybe the media wants it i mean they're loving this i mean you know yeah, the, the ratings it. i'm sure back up and it's a topic that they know how to cover also i've also like thought of this they seem to be like you know very they know exactly i mean they know how to cover a lot of things they have you know procedures and everything on but war seems to be one of their favorites and one of their specialties and you know and there have been some journalists who have been casualties unfortunately but they they like covering it and yeah and their questions but i mean you know these white house correspondents and stuff you know every now and then there's one clip that comes around one of them like asking a quote-unquote good question that's how you know how, how, like how you know, rarely they ask a good question because they have those 
pretty much every day i think those press briefings with <laughs> yeah <laughs> with the white house spokesperson no just absolutely ridiculous i mean a lot of things about and we talked about it a lot but a lot of things about the russia ukraine kind of thing you know surprised us a little bit you know just how far that people even normal people are willing to go with the way russians and not just oligarchs with different people should be sanctioned and yeah but the no fly zone they're also talking about that in in syria and there's a good chance that like 50 percent of the people who talk no, about no syria? fly zone don't know what that means yeah yeah I mean, I not. <laughs> all the people who were protesting it in michigan avenue yeah i don't think they most of them knew what the fuck that meant but i mean they i mean these idiots they think like international law is like, oh, again, it's kind of like the, you know, the idea that, yeah, Zelensky should denazify the art. <laughs> These things don't happen by themselves. You're fucking idiots. <laughs> like, there's a process to get there. And that's the whole, uh, uh, but yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. And I, I mean, uh, let's talk about the, the most recent controversy and the update is the biolab things that Russia claims there are biolabs that are... Mm-hmm. Uh, that are designing bioweapons and all that. And then uh, Newland uh, who gave that amazing um, answer to yeah. uh, Marco Rubio, which was just the best. Uh, bioweapon? No, it's their biological facilities. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> like, that's where we Weapons, no. Weapon production factories. Yes. <laughs> uh, no. 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 Things. It's. It's like. Yeah. We are. You know. Potentially developing lethal. Uh. You know. Uh. uh lethal. I don't know. Uh, viruses or whatever. <laughs> to to research the vaccines. <laughs> so it's not a weapon. <laughs> yeah well i mean I, I mean the thing is though i mean everybody came out in the mainstream media immediately saying this is a russian propaganda and chinese propaganda and i have prop i'm guessing it is probably to an extent but at the same time i would be very surprised <laughs> if they don't have yeah like i assume every country has that like i don't know what I assume that's like what governments do. I don't know what people think governments do. No, only Bashar Assad. <laughs> only Bashar Assad. No, but like every government, like I'm sure even the Swedish government, there is a bio lab somewhere where they're trying to develop some kind of weaponry. Or, yeah. you know, this is like, what do you think governments do? Or what do you think like secret services do? Like, I don't get it. Like, do you think they just like... I mean, again, like, I don't even understand why America should be ashamed of anything like that. Like, what do you want? Like, what do you want us yeah. to do? Like, I guess. You know, more... And they shouldn't <laughs> even be worried about being calling hypocrites and stuff because they're yeah, not, you know, that. like they can on one and say, yeah, we have bio labs or whatever, but you can't have any. And it's not like the media is going to come and point that out. So, yeah, they. Yeah, they we, have even better be... <laughs> we have better standards. Yeah. Fuck you. Like, yeah, that's, exactly. I mean, even even if not that, like they can just say you have them, too. So yeah. and everybody does <laughs> like it's the idea that like the I'm, I'm assuming everybody has like a big countries, at weapon. least at the very least. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. Yeah. I'm not talking about, I don't know, like. Cambodia might not. Yeah. I, although Cambodia might actually, but I, yeah, it's it would be. I mean, it would be ridiculous if they don't. It yeah. would be far more surprising if they don't. It's yeah, 
especially countries like you know in these kind of situations you know maybe like uruguay doesn't have i don't know i'm just picking one but like you know other countries in europe in parts of the middle east and east asia and in north america you know it, it, you're right i mean yeah <laughs> no assad was the first person to think of <laughs> he developed it himself <laughs> Saddam first, yeah. although you know he he, uh, you know, that uh, asshole sort of removed them just before. <laughs> he flushed it down the toilet. You know when like, <laughs> drug dealers are getting busted? <laughs> they flush <laughs> like that. Just eating the shoes. <laughs> as, the, as the Americans are coming in, Saddam and his sons. <laughs> no more. <laughs> no, man. I, there is no, no. I mean, that is partially true, though. Yeah. That is genuinely true because he did have weapons of mass destruction, yeah. including chemical weapons provided to him by Germany, Britain, France, and America which he used on Kurdish people, but then he got rid of them because he was afraid of America, but then that didn't really help. Did it? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, <clears throat> I, I mean, again, like, I don't, I'm, look, I'm not saying it's a good thing to have a weapons program, but I, like, if people, I don't understand this shock, like this, first of all, this dismissal by the mainstream media, and then this sort of moral outrage of, oh, like, what do you think they do? Like, these people, that's their main job is that. That yeah. is the, the, all the other stuff is a cover for that. So, again, I, yeah, I don't get it. Yeah, there I can't no disagree with to you too much there. And so what did you make of the McGregor, the General McGregor interview? Oh, on, that was on Gray Zone. Like I mentioned, a lot oh. of views. People really liked it. I only got to watch, unfortunately, the first half an hour. But that enough. <laughs> a, I'm going to play a clip right now which is the first thing that general mcgregor says that i think sums up his thoughts at this point i think we have to conclude that there is a universal opposition to any peace uh, arrangement that involves uh, a recognition of any russian success uh, in fact if anything it looks more and more as though ukrainians are almost incidental to the operation in the sense that they are there to impale themselves on the Russian army and uh, die in great numbers because the real goal of this entire thing is the destruction of the Russian state and Vladimir Putin. And no one is prepared to stop anything as long as there is the slightest hope that something terrible will happen to Russia and to Putin. Of course, I don't see much evidence that that's going to be the case, but it doesn't really matter here. Uh, everyone has universally signed on for the Russian hate campaign or hatred for Russia campaign. And that seems to go on regardless of uh, what is reported. And, and frankly, the absence of much truth in reporting and, and a lot of wishful thinking in its place is hard to uh, overestimate or exaggerate. It's terrible. Okay, man. We've listened to that now. So that was really good. But then, yeah, so why don't you, you want to like maybe if summarize you, a few interesting points from what he said or or anything like that? He, I mean, look, he gave a very good counterbalance to the mainstream view, which I must say, I don't know anything about anything uh, or, you know, uh, I don't know much about military stuff, but it does, it actually, the, the Hill, let's start with the Hill had this great segment. They talk about, that the uh, the report the gen a military general in U.S. is saying that Russian army will collapse in ten days. 
And then surprising to me, Ryan and Robbie were both like, yeah, that's kind of, yeah, it could be potentially possible. And I was like, What? I was even so mainstream media wouldn't say this. No, no, it is. It's Google it right now. It's they're be saying that as since yesterday. I've been saying that. And again, Kim exactly had the same reaction that we're having, which is what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> in 10 days? This is like a country with a proper army. Like it took America 20 years to uh, like leave Afghanistan. It took Russia. I think they were in Afghanistan six years. Soviet Union was in Afghanistan six years. 82 they went in, I think, till 18 seven or eight so i don't remember exactly yeah. but, but this idea that in 10 days russian army is going to collapse i mean and then ryan grimm tries his best to sort of semantically just no maybe by collapse they mean the russian army will come to their advances will come to an halt and then oh they have they don't have the same supply chains we had in iraq well man i mean I, I, the hill themselves had somebody who was in russia and there's this guy robin wright who's a great reporter as well i think from uh, blogging his tv he had a couple of people from russia it's what do you think like do you think that your sanctions russian people are just running around naked and hungry <laughs> oh, oh no mcdonald's Like, what, yeah. what do you think is happening in Russia that it's going to collapse if, you know, I, I don't know, uh, this nonsense about, so I love that at least somebody was acknowledging that, yeah, you know, it's a war, it's not, everything is not going according to the plan of Russians, so let me but say something of course, there. considering they're, yeah. So- A, it's a good thing. I guess there are three people on the hill. <laughs> One of them always yeah, gives the reaction so response that you want. Yeah. Okay. But all jokes aside, um, this kind of like General McGregor was saying that the reason that the Russians are moving, quote unquote, I don't know, slower than you think, or their progress is slower, is that they are not deliberately, they're trying their best not to target civilians and areas with a lot of like civilian infrastructure. And they're trying not to target, you know, the heart of Ukraine where there's all the agriculture and wheat production going on. And that's where Aaron Maté got into a little funny back and forth with them because, you know, because General McGregor was like, yeah, even us, the Americans, we didn't deliberately kill Vietnamese or Iraqis. And Aaron Maté tried to push back about that. And General McGregor just told him, you know, go have that fight with somebody else. But yeah, that was one interesting thing that it was he was saying. And I mean, I don't know. I mean, you know, you look at the number of casualties. There are a lot, like we mentioned, even not sorry. There, you can. You, it depends how you see it, but in a way, given the size of the war, and then you think about, you know, when Israelis attack Palestinians for like two days, they're like two hundred something. When you look at the number of casualties, and like I've said, even one person is too many. I'm not saying that you know, it's okay killing X amount of people, but it did support his narrative of bit i mean if you take like the non-ukrainian figures of the casualties i don't know and then he was saying the russians are allowing people to go out of some humanitarian corridors That but it is the case. actually yeah. they're being blocked from going out by look, you know some of the forces and um, part of the ukrainians but yeah go ahead. look in politics no like again nobody's a good guy or a mm-hmm. bad guy the, the reason why russians are attacking civilians and uh, civilian infrastructure is two reasons one is that they pro they don't want to cause a backlash and they want to uh, probably they want to be viewed as a sort of liberators of the you know uh, ukraine and you know denazifying mm-hmm. ukraine 
And secondly, because they don't want to hit the supply chain of the wheat and the you know raw materials and all that. So it's not even like you don't have to think they're good guys or bad yeah. guys. But at the same time, then you have a military, as in like that's where I like yes, you don't specifically target civilians, but as was the case with Vietnam, Afghanistan, I, I assume is the case in with Russia and in Ukraine. And uh, I'm trying to think last time somebody else. Attack someone? Like with, yeah, Saudi, Libya, Yemen. Libya, Yemen, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's more, no, just somebody besides America. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, the uh, Russians and uh, the other wars that they've had, you could. No, uh, you and can. wherever you have troops on the ground, okay, you have usually have to do hardcore operations. And for those operations, you basically need fucking psychopaths. <laughs> psychopaths who would kill people. And you can't put those psychopaths under too much of fucking constraint. You have to give them a bit of a loose... Uh, mm-hmm. you, I mean, you might not sort of approve of what they're doing, but you might not stop them because you need them someday to go and murder like a family and burn them alive. And not many people do that shit, you know? So naturally war crime is going to happen you know that's why war is the worst thing that could yeah. ever happen so this i mean yeah i'm sure they're not uh, like the command is not specifically targeting civilians but i'm sure they're making a lot of mistakes mm-hmm. i'm sure there's a lot of these sort of groups that they allow to operate just you know maybe not at this point in the war but in future points yeah you know who knows, who knows? yeah if it so, continues yeah. i mean i was reading a bit that now we've you know I mean, the war seems like it could go in two directions. One is that, you know, in a week or two, they reach some kind of agreement. Or if not, it just gets prolonged and prolonged for longer. But I guess they can come back next week and say this again and people could say that. But yeah, it seems to be like at a particular uh, crossroad in this way. I mean, everything's always at a crossroad, but yeah. Yeah, it seems to be moving on. I mean, Zelensky said that they're not going to join NATO Mm -hmm. and... Russians are saying that there is some movements in the negotiations, so we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the coverage is off. Like worst, yeah, worst coverage of a war I've ever seen. I would say. I mean, I don't know. Nah, that's probably too much. Yeah, but I mean, it, it Libya, does have Libya per- was pretty- yeah, it does have a particular, you know, some particularities to it that you know perhaps we hadn't we hadn't seen um, before, you know, when they were talking about, you know, these are Europeans and these kind of things. So maybe this particular context of it brought, brought out even worse reporting than usual. I don't know, perhaps. Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. That was fun. It, I mean, <laughs> yeah. That was fun. But yeah, I guess we'll see what anything else here um, to talk about with Russia, Ukraine or. Uh, let me see. No, not really. I don't think so. I mean, anything else? Oh, I, I, uh, you know, uh, Russia sanctioned, uh, what's his name? Biden. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, you have it. Biden and, Hunt, oh. and Hunter Biden. And Jen Psaki. Jen Psaki, a lot of like uh, high officials. I mean, I, yeah, it would be interesting if someday that would actually hurt them, but I don't think it would. But, yeah. I don't think Biden should be getting on a plane or anything and going anywhere or doing anything anyway. But yeah, I guess it was sanctioned from like what entering Russia or something. Well, I, I get and I guess if he has a bank account there, they <laughs> I mean Hunter might be hurt by this because yeah. Hunter had a lot of business interests. 
<laughs> across the world. So, you know, he might be able to make less deals. So. Yeah, well, hopefully it comes to an end the war as soon as possible, as little casualties and whatever in the real world that we live in, the best possibility that can that can happen emerges. And on top of that, I hope Europeans and everyone still keep on loving Ukrainians as much as they've loved them until now, because I'm going to keep my eye on this even after. I just hope they they maintain the same behavior. And I don't know, they promised them the EU, right? The Russians aren't against that. So maybe they should give them the EU membership. You know, they said they're fast-tracking that. So. <laughs> Do the Russians nah. oppose that? I, I, they will like it, but I don't know if they oppose it. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, that's the thing. I don't think they would. I think Russians would, because Russians don't want to pay for development either. They want to. <laughs> like, that's the thing. You know, the, the Russia's problem with U.S. government was not that they actually just expanded in like Europe. I, I think that's a mistake to think that. Russia's problem was that why don't you cooperate with us in the expand? Mm. It's the same problem with Iran. People think Iran and U.S. they hate. Iran loves U.S. <laughs> Iran wants to be U.S. All Iran's problem is that why are you working with Saudi? Why don't you work with <laughs> us? You know, and you know because you're too large and you could become a real competitor someday. So they would never like that's what Russia mm. and Iran never understand, and that's why they always get tricked by America. So you know, it's just yeah, but yeah. I mean, I I don't know. Maybe they would. Yeah, European money would be welcomed by Russians. I think. Okay, Sam, let's continue. Let's move on to quick hitters. I think we have two nice little fun articles here. So why don't you get us going again? Sure. So I got really annoyed by this week's. <laughs> like, it's just, I hate it when this happens to the news that it's just one news. Mm-hmm. It's just Ukraine now. And we all have to just pay attention to Ukraine. There is nothing else. So I started just, you know, Googling just funny random news. And stuff, and I came across this religious artwork removed after local priest and businessman found among holy images. <laughs> the image featured the head of the charity which commissioned the painting of Saint Sabinus meeting Saint Benedict, which cost 17,000 pounds, as well as the priest who runs the cathedral. Now, I hope you just put the picture up right now. It's amazing. I mean, first of all, the businessman in the bottom. I mean, ah! everybody, <laughs> everybody in this picture. First of all, everybody. Just put aside the businessman and the priest. Everybody in this picture is looking at someone very weirdly, like this. <laughs> but wait, which one is the businessman? Oh, he's the guy with the mask. Yeah. The yes, yes. He's the, it's. I'm glad they didn't put a modern day mask on Saint Benedict. That would have been quite. Oh, fun. What is going on in this picture? Okay, maybe the article. Will I, 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 it's connecting Christianity throughout history to modern day times. I assume. But look, look from the left to right. Everybody, the guy who's got a, mm-hmm. uh, who's got a, he's writing something. He's got yeah. a feather in his hand. <laughs> he's looking at that girl weirdly. The girl who's holding some kind of a cup, she's looking weirdly at outside. <laughs> the, the child, the child above the businessman, she's like, mm, look at my homework. <laughs> I did well. The kid at the bottom with a blue t-shirt, which is, that kid, by the way, that kid doesn't seem to belong to yeah, whenever St. Benedict was from. But no, so many the, of them the, don't. I mean, I don't understand. It's as if yeah, like, yeah, no, the lower part yeah. of the picture is 
like been photoshopped yeah exactly it's kind of it's a painting <laughs> but it looks like photo the best is the priest because he's there is the uh, there is a uh, cross covering most of his face and i don't get the point of like what was the point of including him if you can't see any of his face but this is great because let's i just wanted to get to the details yeah. a religious work of art has been removed from an italian <laughs> Basilica after a local priest and a businessman who commissioned the painting were found among the holy villages. <laughs> were found. But hold there on. was, a, there was on. a whole search team. There was a swat. They were found underneath. <laughs> but hold on. I get the okay, I'm being fair here, but I get maybe some backlash over the businessman, but the local priest he couldn't feature in. I mean, he's a religious figure. Come on. No man, but what the fuck? Like it's like Trump. Uh, according to some people, he had a mirror that uh, has the Time magazine man of the year. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. uh, I mean, wait. The painting was gifted to the cathedral. I mean, I love that, like giving a gift of, for example, I give a gift of myself <laughs> next to, like, uh, I don't know, Imam Ali, like doing this. <laughs> like, such a weird <clears throat> gift to give. Uh, a painting was gifted to the Cathedral of Canossa in Pugil, Puglia. I think Puglia. I've heard Puglia? it. I think, all right. So, yeah. Sadder, all right. Sadder, Italy, but caused controversy upon further inspection. The image featured the boss of the charity. <laughs> the boss, and it's in Italy. So you can imagine this charity is not exactly the most. I mean, I, I genuinely hate all charities, I, I mean, I don't know all charities, but I think most of them are money laundering schemes, really. And they're useless and it's just to make you feel good for yourself. But this guy sounds really, you know, authentic. Uh, the image featured the boss of the charity, which commissioned the 17,000 pounds painting of St. Sabinus meeting St. Benedict, as well as the priest who runs the cathedral. Uh, artists wanted to portray, quote, two authoritative representatives of community. So that's why the businessman and yeah. the priest were included. People shared their own reproduction of the artwork online, featuring other famous faces inserted onto the canvas. I hope I, I haven't been able to find any, but I hope I find some and send it to you by the time you edit Hold this on. and we can if this picture, if you hadn't if this picture wasn't like embedded into the article i would have thought this is one where people end yeah, yeah, yeah. up <laughs> <laughs> the, the but i guess this is the original so <laughs> yeah. yeah and why the mask what but, i mean that's the thing the mask i mean i i just 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 if he added the mask to saint benedict or saint sabinus <laughs> or whatever that would have just added a surrealism that would have put it up there with dolly uh uh Giuseppe, Giuseppe, Giuseppe. Yeah. Is that? Giuseppe? I was gonna go with Giuseppe, but I don't know. Giuseppe, yeah, probably. What was? That's the name of Pinocchio's dad. <laughs> <laughs> Antonio Lomischio, the artist behind the painting, told local media that he claims full autonomy in my interpretive choices. I mean, you have to at this. But he said his choice. Oh, sorry, good. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Keep on interrupting you. I feel no, bad no, for the artist too, though. I would have been like, why not? This is the priest. Let you me put it in that there. For him? <laughs> no, I mean, I understand. 
understand why the priest put those guys in, why the artist put those guys in. He's like, yeah, I mean, I'll put the priest as well. Why not? The businessman as well <laughs> why not the whole thing is ridiculous so i don't get it why not i don't understand no, i'm like on, what's having, the issue <laughs> having a painting of saints done is not as ridiculous as inserting like modern day figures and yeah i mean I, he got paid seventeen thousand pounds for this shit but i'm I sure mean, it's a big painting man just up. like i don't know i don't know if that involves the the cost the, the cost of the material I, and all that yeah <laughs> I, you could have gotten it like on there is so much better shit on oh yeah pinterest go on pinterest that save image <laughs> then you can have it printed <laughs> you don't need to pay seventeen thousand pounds to some I, I, I hate yeah anyway uh he said his choice of the subjects represented in the composition was the quote-unquote, result of a free artistic interpretation dictated by the need to tell the story of devotion to the saints. Okay. Sam, I, I think it makes sense, yeah. though. I, I, I think the artist is like... I, yeah. I mean, if you're devoted like, to... Uh, doesn't yeah, this uh, priest run the cathedral? Let me put him in there as well. Like, I don't, it's his cathedral. I don't know. I think it's... The artist shouldn't feel any of the backlash. The priest should have been I, like, I like it, but maybe remove it and I'll just take this picture of me for myself. It's the, it's the <laughs> priest and the businessman who should have, you know, been no, a little I bit smarter. The, I think they should have no, been a little I, bit I mean, smarter. I, no, no, I think it's even if the priest and the businessman were saying that maybe you could include us, it's the artist who should have some level of fucking, you know, self-respect and say no, like... It doesn't work. I mean, maybe they go to another artist. I don't know. But yeah, I I think he's. I don't know. I think the artist here is the victim. (laughs) (laughs) If you ask me. Please make me a victim. Say, pay me 17,000 pounds and I'll draw you a stick man with Jesus. At the very least, he's not in the wrong. Yeah, uh, he's in the wrong. He's definitely. I mean, uh, it reminded me there is a great sketch from a live show of. I don't know if it's Monthly Python or if it's one of the other live shows from uh, British comedians. It's um, it's John Cleese and uh, and John Cleese and the guy who sings in the Monthly Python guys. I forget his name right now. But anyway, he's uh, like he just done the original painting on the chapel in mm-hmm. Italy in Rome, and he's like in the original version, like the first draft type thing, and he's like uh, the pope is like why did you put four jesus he's like well you know i wanted to balance it out these two there's a thin jesus and a fat jesus i want to have a fat yeah this guy has gone full like artistic yeah i'm gonna put a little girl there from modern time then there's a priest looking from behind the cross like a creep have you seen these other paintings it's not i mean you know for me the weirdest one is the little boy (laughs) <laughs> and the businessman yeah, the, the rest and the guy with the, the scarf he looks like he's yeah they are the scarf yeah the little boy he's is that the businessman's son kind of looking at you yeah and the color <laughs> of his problem. shirt you know yeah. like i don't think back in the day maybe people did wear these colors but and, i don't know it looks problem, quite modern the color the of his shirt look, look if you look at the painting look at the lady or the angel on top yeah. that has a is holding a baby and like there it's sort of these realism like painting realism but then when you come down i mean it's all painting but the guys like the kid that is looking at you creepily they, they it looks genuinely like photoshop it doesn't Honestly, look like a painting 
It looks like our thumbnails because, you know, I take like pictures of people and then I put it in this on the web and these apps that remove the background and then you can stick it wherever yeah, you want. Exactly. And I feel like they yeah. got the businessman and the kid from like another photo went on the website, removed the background and added it to this painting. The painting I hope this is not a... I hope this is not some kind of fucking like a joke news that I'm reporting as serious. I mean, the whole thing is a joke. So no, it is joke, but no, like this is not actually real. Somebody just made up. I mean, it's sky. I don't know. Sky news, but I don't know. Yeah, exactly. I don't know if that means much. (laughs) I mean, it is pretty. Sky is not as bad as Fox, but it's pretty close. So could be, I don't know. But yeah, that, I think the artist should be punished. No, does he say or, anything or, else? So he wanted to, he wanted to portray two authoritative representatives of the local yeah, community. Yeah. He said during the process that not asked to be, oh, okay. So he said during the process, they had both asked not to be portrayed. But it seems he tried oh, to see, make them see? less evident by adding a COVID mask to Sergio Fontana. President of the Archaeological Foundation. Miss has since said he was willing to revise the work before it goes back. I don't know, man. If this artist wasn't himself too religious, he might have just been too confused from everything. He's like, wait, so you're giving me 17,000 and you don't no, want to be in Come it? On, don't no. worry about it, man. I'll put you in it. Don't be like you that. Are... Let me put you in it. No, <laughs> the whole thing is so ridiculous. Business. So I don't you're... know. What do you mean the whole thing? No, there was a priest and a businessman. They commissioned a painting for a basilica in a in a church or cathedral or whatever. And this motherfucker just and they said, "I'm joking, but you want me to add the modernism by including you in it?" And they were like, "No, we don't want that. No, thank you." And he he was like, "No, no, but it adds a, it adds just another layer to the." I mean, but maybe he, maybe maybe they had like a face to face conversation and like, you know, they were like, no, don't put us in there. No, we wouldn't want to be in. I don't want to be next to Jesus, you know, handing know. out. I feel like we need to I get don't. the side of the artist here. I don't know. I feel like... let's, call, <laughs> let's try to call, email him. Let's try to email him and see. No, I'm, I'm, I must say, if, yeah, let's have him on, let's try to have him on the show and I'll, Man. I'll, I'll be the bad cop, you be the good but cop. honestly, they should have asked for their money back in general, because I've seen better stuff for sure. You, again, Pinterest, I highly, <laughs> like, I don't, I don't really understand people paying for art in general. I never understood it. Like, but yeah, good luck. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, there are two sides to a story. Yeah, I find this whole style of painting, especially, have you seen, I saw it once in somebody's house mm. that they had some kind of, of these sort of like two angels touching or whatever. And yeah, they're very it's common. It's just so tacky. No, but in like, not in a house, are they? I've seen them yeah. in cathedrals and shit. Yeah, I think maybe older of, people's houses and stuff. Yeah, you can see things so like bad. this. It's so like it's so tacky, man. I mean, I think wall like wallpapers are tacky, <laughs> but this is another level of tackiness. Like having like a like a baby naked baby flying on your wall. But that's what they do. There's always some baby who's flying in these. Yeah, it's the angels. That, those are the angels. I believe. I think they are angels. I don't know what the fuck. They're maybe they're nymphs or something. I don't. Know. But okay, let's move on to the next article. <laughs> 
next article is not quite as funny, no. but it's equally interesting, I would say. Um, so, I don't. Are you familiar with James Blunt? Yeah, he's a singer, right? Yeah, yeah, he's a singer. Yeah. He's very interesting because he's actually one of he's a pop singer who he he openly mocks his own fans and his own music, <laughs> and he admits that his own music is pretty much shit. And he he's actually was a soldier at some point which is really surprising to me where he was in like the Kosovo or Yugoslavian war or something. But listen to this, James, yeah, James Blonde's song deployed on protesters in New Zealand following Manilow and the uh, Macarena after the musicians suggested using it. Frozen's Let It Go, Celine's, Celine Dion's My Heart Will Go On, and Barry Manilow's greatest hits have all been used to annoy protesters in New Zealand. However, the demonstrators have responded with their own songs. <laughs> so New Zealand authorities have turned to music of James Blunt in their latest musical effort to move protesters camped outside what? parliament. <laughs> the demonstrators who are angry about COVID-19 vaccine mandates were initially bombarded with Barry Manilow greatest hits. I love Barry Manilow, like, like the first, it was the clashing cuff of like the music is Barry Manilow. <laughs> like you want to get rid of people, get some Barry Manilow, get some Barry Manilow. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Greatest hits plus the 1990s dance tune Macarena, which I feel like is a standout in all of Macarena is a fantastic yeah, I thought, song. I thought everybody likes that song. That's exactly tells you why it's so disgusting. So. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I mean, I it I have some. I mean, I was a kid when it came out, so I of guess course. I can be excused for. But it's a uh, yeah. Macarena is a song that is just the it's. I don't know. In my head, it's the most pre nine eleven song <laughs> ever. I don't know if it is actually. Yeah, oh, yeah, anyway, yeah. Uh, it is from the nineties. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, Bangman greatest plus the Macarena all played on a loop from one of <laughs> Parliament's loudspeakers. I mean, but on Saturday even, evening, UK time, British musician Blunt tweeted an offer of help, sharing a news story about the protesters being blasted with the sounds of Manilow. He wrote. Give me a shout if this doesn't work mm. at New NZ <laughs> Police, New Zealand Police. A few hours later, it appeared his offer had been accepted with the star's most famous hits, You're Beautiful, being played over the loudspeaker. <laughs> Protesters seemed undeterred, however, singing other songs over the hit and dancing in the rain. <laughs> so I, I think this confirmed New Zealand as a joke nation that is. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, but this is like level of your pro, like, yeah, they're. The government, I remember, man, in 60s, we used to go out and the government used to pray man and law. And we would run, we would cover our ears, but sometimes it would just get in, you know. The, the tune would just, the Macarena tune would just get in and we had to move our hips somehow. Like, I, I, I don't know what the fuck, it, yeah. This New Zealand country, I love to move there. It seems like the best. It seems like, uh, what was, again, those bears, those bears that used to, Hug everybody and have care bears, care bears. Oh, okay. It yeah, seems yeah. like a, it seems, I feel like they, this country is made by care bears for care bears. Sounds fantastic. The protest in New Zealand uh, began on Tuesday when a convoy of vehicles arrived at Wellington Parliament building, adopting the name Convoy for Freedom and blocking some of the city's streets. 
numbers dwindled on Wednesday, but increased again over the weekend. The protesters have been inspired by similar rallies in Canada, but their list of grievances have expanded to include general dissatisfaction with Jacinda Ardern's government. So, oh, 122 people were arrested. That's okay. I didn't read. But yeah, so, you know. I'm just, I'm kind of speechless. Yeah, I, I, as far as wars go, <laughs> I, this is the best, like, I would have loved but if hey. Ukrainian Russian war is being conducted the same. Yeah, we're gonna play Macarena. <laughs> Fuck you. You are playing Aqua. Like, are, like what is going on? <laughs> yeah, we. I don't, I don't know. The, the greatest hits from eighties is coming on now. <laughs> Someone runs from Parliament. The news is like, no, no, play this CD. Trust me. No, 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 no. Play this. <laughs> Just put this flashing, <laughs> they won't nothing after. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, Derek, like uh, I must say, as somebody who knows very little about music and hates uh, anything that is a slightly avant-garde or radical, like if like like I could put up with a lot of torture. I think I'm not. I'm pretty. <laughs> it is, I I'm unresponsive to pain. But if they start playing rap music or hardcore oh metal music, I will confess everything. <laughs> like metallic. Like I remember. Oh, we went together. Do you remember Prodigy? Like concerts? yeah, yeah. Prodigy's and good. Man, I don't mind. They're like one or two songs that are fun. Man, I I'm so. It was the most boring. I was dying. Of boring. Boredom. I mean, you didn't like the music, probably. But I mean. Yeah, yeah exactly. the prodigy. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Literally, I, mean, I find it rock music to the uh, hard, like metal, hardcore, whatever. The one that the guitars are really loud. Yeah, that one is and rap music. I find I can't like I would confess everything: national security, <laughs> family security, all of. It. <laughs> but Jesus, man! And at the bottom of the article, it's funny. The loudspeakers have also played Celine Dion's "My Heart Will Go." Go on, sorry. Yeah, yeah. The Frozen hit "Let It Go" and viral children's song "Baby Shark." Now, I think with Baby, Baby Shark, Shark, they were like, "This one is gonna do it." Trust me, this is. This will knock them out. And by the way, I, I know Baby Shark very well. It's a good song, yeah. I must say. I feel, I, it's better than Celine Dion's My Heart Will Go On, for sure. But yeah, I mean, it's, I feel like Frozen's lyric, I mean, even Barry Manilow, I mean, we made fun of him, but they are not, I don't understand how did that, I don't know. It feels Man. like there's loads of other worse options out there. <laughs> maybe new zealand they particularly hate these but hey let's give it to the government i mean it's better than chasing them Drone up with, yeah, yeah. with guns <laughs> or pepper spraying them or yeah next day gonna, we're we gonna have a special screening of some of the worst 1960s sitcoms <laughs> we're gonna force you we're we're to get rid of protesters they are playing how i met your mother on the on the walls of the parliament people running away no man honestly i think you outdid yourself with these two articles this time <laughs> they were amazing yeah. they were they were it, and i, I like that you picked two of them of... you know like they were both very much justified i i very much enjoyed Thanks. them i don't know about others but i mean the first one was just <laughs> weird first in numerous good. ways <laughs> <laughs> and this one was just <laughs> hilarious this one is, uh, this one is 
Yeah, I'm, again, this is our future, everybody, probably. Because New Zealand, yeah, like in future, your yeah, government trying to get rid of us, you pray shitty music. <laughs> you know, I don't know. We'll see. Well, yeah, interesting. Uh, yeah. So, but yeah, that's that's all I had to share. I'm, I'm, again, Ukrainian uh, <laughs> monopoly of news has forced me to really go look for shit. All right, Sam, let's move on to our last segment, Progressive Tweets, which is also the segment that we got a specific shout out for on Unuseful Idiots on the Calling by Rina. So, yeah, I guess it is a semi-popular <laughs> slash dumb, <laughs> extra dumb segment <laughs> that we do. But like sometimes- yellow pages. Yeah. But sometimes there's more to it. But okay, let's first start with a post that is actually not from Twitter. This is only the first time I got this one from Instagram. Maybe we can start doing progressive (laughs) Instagram posts. (laughs) Yeah, progressive Insta like that. But yeah, man, this one is actually not very funny. I mean, Abby Martin said that YouTube just banned almost 600 episodes of her old show, Breaking the Set. So I guess that means they deleted it. So she wrote years long censorship campaign culminated in tech giants purging thousands of my critical interviews and reports about U.S. empire. This is a modern equivalent to book burning. A chunk of the historical record was just deleted in the blink of an eye to get access to the archive and updates about my Korean work. Sign up for my newsletter. But yeah, I mean, thankfully, these these are still somewhere else and they've been kept at all this. But I mean, people don't even go back in time, really, and watch all old segments of these things so i mean i don't even understand their censorship only looks bad on them half of the time really like they're it's like you just it doesn't even look good on you be a bit smarter be a bit smarter but hey Hey, i mean look they're not trying to appeal to you or me or her or anyone they're appealing to shareholders and investors Mm. and buddies in washington and la so in that way it makes sense but yeah those shareholders and stuff should know that they're doing the most useless things for them and they're providing counter arguments that at the very least can be raised. Maybe they're not effective, but at the very hey, look, least, you, I... can, you can raise these things and be like, oh, you talk about censorship? Look what the fuck you did. But then again, they're immune to this kind of hypocrisy or double thinking or double standard. They don't give a shit. So I guess ultimately <laughs> you're right. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I mean... Yeah, there is a good chance there is a blowback and censorship will cause actually more stress and effect and more attention to the thing. But there is a lot of examples where it works, man. Yeah, I know. You know, they get rid of people and it's fine. You know, Phil Donny who got fired, nobody, like, what happened? Who gives a shit? Anybody? You're right. But at least, you know, that makes, okay, at least from their messed up, like, position, it makes sense because, okay, you don't want anybody to be critical of war right now on your network. So you will not allow this fellow to do that. I mean, at least I see a point in that. <coughs> but yeah. Same with third. Or right? Yeah, but going back, deleting her old stuff. Or I mean, yeah, I mean, the way they go after. All me. right. Yeah, yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's move on to Pepe Escobar, who always puts like a lot of news on Twitter. Some I don't really understand. Is but he, some I understand. I've never. This is like if. Telegraph, Rubar approaching Russia, Napoleon coming. What is going on? Let me read the tweet. You're right. So he wrote, "It's unraveling very fast." The house of very fast. Yeah, the house of one Saudi committing genocide in Yemen 
advances the coming of the petroleum. India, third largest oil importer in the world, will buy Russian oil in rupees. Stupidest sanction blowback in effect. So even Stupidistan. Stupidistan. Oh, stupidest. Yeah. Stupid has done sanctions, blowback in effect. So this is something he's been arguing for a few weeks. Even last week, we had some tweets where he's saying these sanctions don't have such a quote-unquote unified front as you may think that they have, and you were already seeing pockets. And I mean, the response of East to Ukraine has been very much different and not aligned to, you know, with the Europeans necessarily. Like the own allies of Europeans and Americans on the east of ukraine don't really necessarily fully see eye to eye you know i'm talking about uae saudi arabia yeah israel israel one i mean the saudi one to me is quite interesting because they actually made an apparent agreement to even build some refineries Mm. or something in china for russian oils Uh, and so and to me like saudi always seemed pretty much like a proxy state like yeah. they didn't like and to, i can't really understand how they're standing up to us because frankly us can go like that and they're all like like they, they they have no military they have no you know what i mean there is literally they are held Israel is it the oil is it the oil okay but like yeah but then like I would assume everybody in Aramco is bought by Americans. I assume, like, the, like I can't, like the relationship is so intertwined. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of surprised by their level of independence they are sort of yeah. displaying. I must say, because India, Israel, all that, yeah, I can understand. Uh, you know, they have enough, and I think increasingly everybody is noticing that world is moving towards china so mm-hmm. you know yeah and i mean some of their interests i mean i think i don't know i mean some of their direct interests with with russia you know maybe that's also doing but yeah it's i mean it's all this you thing. mean in like saudi? uae yeah uae and saudi uae especially i know, I don't but, know. But, but in my yeah. like no i'm confused as to i'm as confused it, as they you were are. basically colonies you know yeah it's kind of like, you know, I assumed Ukraine's benefit was in, I assume Zelensky wanted to even say that Ukraine will be neutral, like before the war started, will be neutral. But it was, I assume Americans were telling him, like, don't. So it's, I mean, I, I, like, my assumption was that the day Saudis stop backing U.S. government, uh, they will have the same fate as Ashraf Ghani had in Afghanistan. Like they will have to be re- like flown out within a day or two. But no, maybe not. Maybe yeah. I was completely. Maybe they have. Yeah, have their own. This is something I would like to explore some more. There hasn't been too. Has I mean I don't, I don't follow every bit of analysis, of course, but I feel like you know more analysis would be welcomed on exactly these three countries. You know, perhaps why they are they are going this way, which is interesting. Three. So, oh UAE, UAE yeah yeah I don't even count like that thing <laughs> like in my head it's like Saudi Arabia and UAE and Bahrain are all same country basically so it was yeah, yeah very super I'm joking about that no, by the way nice. but uh yeah so it's yeah I mean it's going it's I mean it's surprising but it seems to be actually happening the whole petrodollar thing actually you know coming into on their question yeah. Well, it would be so funny if during the next year or so, due to this, Iran and Venezuela become staunch allies of US. 
like venezuela is already sort of yeah almost, they're know, trying to flip so them. funny yeah they they already did yeah. venezuela is also releasing prisoners and shit so i i would love it if in a year or so <laughs> it's all flipped and like iran is suddenly death to russia <laughs> yeah, just, everything is changed guys guys change cha- change the name of the they keep the death to but just change <laughs> like fox news coming on defending iranians against saudi uh, regime yeah. that would be fantastic <laughs> let's see let's see But okay, this next tweet, very quickly, Aaron Matthew just congratulated Jimmy Dore on hitting a million subscribers. I thought that had happened a few weeks, a month ago, but then I checked. He was stuck a bit at 970,000, I believe. So he hit 1 oh, million. Nice. So yeah, congrats actually, to Jimmy Actually, he Dorian. does mention that I'm sure you actually reached this milestone a while mm-hmm. ago. It's still nice for YouTube to finally let us celebrate. So yeah, maybe yeah. there is a bit of... I mean... again i feel like the the thing that algorithm does that may be a bit unfair Mm -hmm. is that they don't i mean that's what i've seen they don't show videos to that many new people after a while i think yeah that seems to be a thing like some of our old videos that would get a lot of subscribers it was like 90 percent people not subscribe now we're lucky if we hit like the 50 percent But then again, like I said, it's at, YouTube still gives us 50% and we're not converting those guys. But Yeah, so yeah, it's at the same time you can't... Blame. But sometimes they don't but give yeah, us 50%. But... A lot of the times it is really like 75%. Often, I think often right now is like 70% subscribers, 20%. 30%. Yeah. yeah, something in that range, 30% yeah, unsubscribed. So... No, but well, I assume the Jimmy Dore show though might be more in focus. So they might, I don't know, they might... put it more on an algorithm that is oh this is misinformation or something i don't know yeah possibly okay the next ones i'm really i'm kind of torn so i think maybe this, i that? don't know what's going on so aoc oh shit randomly <laughs> this i got up one day i don't know maybe this is like a debate going on somewhere but she got up and decided to tweet we had trigonometry and pre-calc start at 7 20 in the morning students would have to arrive at school before sunrise And every adult in the building act like, like this was all completely reasonable. Still mad about it. I mean, I, I'm known for not liking her and, but well, love this tweet. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, lo- I, I don't know what is your problem with it. I mean, yeah, I'm, no, no, no. I'm kind of, like, I used to get exactly my, like, they used to wake us up at 6.30 to go to school at 7 and then do this fucking bullshit calisthenics of doing this, <laughs> which had no health value or whatsoever. And it, this madness, why do, did we have to get up so early? This, but, okay, but I, I have to say something. All, I want to murder so many of my teachers. Like, I don't have, I have respect for teachers. Bunch of sadistic assholes that want to bring you so they can have some power trip because they've lost everything in their life. A lot of them, I don't disagree with you too much, a lot of them. But I mean, yeah, 720 is extreme. But I think most of the schools I've gone to my whole life, it was somewhere between 8 and 8.30. Yeah, You went to fancy schools, <laughs> even in Iran. No, but, like, I went to fancy schools, but they were... No, like, in Iran, you know, I know that in Iran, it's particularly early, though, and then kids finish really early. But, I mean, I think around no, eight... Th- 
No, they don't. In high school, you stay overnight because of <laughs> the examination that you yeah. have. Fine, uh, that's you... Iran, though. Let's try to stick a bit. Um, no, everywhere, even. But yeah, eight or eight thirty, I've been to, and I think around eight thirty ish is the sweet spot no, in but a way because you have from to our also... generation. Yeah, I get it, but I think eight thirty ish is possibly the sweet spot because people have to show up to work for nine. So if parents are going to drop off their kids at school, if they have to, or if they have to help them prepare. I mean, what time would you think school should start? I think 8.30-ish is reasonable. I think they, they, I read about this a couple of years ago in Finland or Sweden. They should say that you can show up between like, I don't know, 10 to 12, show up. What? But what is That's, the kid supposed to yeah. do until 10 o'clock if the parents go to work or something? What do you mean? Just stay home. Alone? Like leave a six-year-old alone, a seven-year-old alone. Yeah. Oh, or okay, okay. This was for, between I guess, ten and twelve, older. though. No, that's absolutely late. I don't think anybody would agree with 10. this. I would like to hear other people's takes. I think eight thirty-ish makes mean, sense. Like, come on, ten I'm or general, between ten be or twelve. That's not, not even true. Is that true? Are you spreading misinformation? I, I don't no, believe no, I'm that. Just, I'm, no, no, no. <laughs> I think you're spreading <laughs> lies. <laughs> yeah. There's no way that's a thing. Show up between ten and twelve. <laughs> The things you hear about the Scandinavian countries. It's like, it's, <laughs> I'm not sure if this all can right, be all right. ten, Wait, wait. Ten, ten reasons. Wait, wait. Ten reasons why Finland's education uh, uh, education system is best in the world from World Economic Forum. Uh, so it starts somewhere between nine to... 9:45. Okay, so that's somewhere. A bit different you don't from show up. Yeah, I mean, nine. I think 8:30 or nine is, is perfect. Or yeah, you can have like an area where the kids can no, come, I, either like play I or like work I'm on some homework or whatever until like nine-ish. Because people show up to work at nine, so you know they want to drop their kids off if they have to drop them off or not. They take the bus and all this. I. But yeah, but I, what AOC saying okay, here? 720? I don't give a shit yeah. about the people. I mean, the, uh, you keep bringing up these people going to work and families and I don't care, like change your, I mean, I hate, I mean, why do we have uniform work hours? Why do we have uniform uh, school hours? I think every school, every but how would you should, work? Like, I mean, I don't get, to a certain extent, it has to be uniform, not fully. But listen, if you want to, if you're working and you don't know, and the other business like works like totally different hours, like, you know, sending emails you can't telephone people what you show up to the to someplace to buy a store to stores to buy like groceries or something one is open at this time one at the other time i don't know i'm not okay good point shops i i was gonna say banking or making exception for banking and governmental stuff but i would say whenever i emailed a different business for something it took them two days to respond or so you know it's not Mm -hmm. like oh i emailed them eight in the morning and eight 30 they got in back some to stuff me. though or in some I, stuff it has night. to be yeah you're absolutely right but sometimes you know some things are urgent and they do respond so or i, do I don't know what i'm angry about i'm yeah I, it's, unclear. it's just the memory of waking <laughs> up in the morning it just made me so angry i hated it i to this day i hated the school i hated the teachers i to this day i do i mean sadistics it's kind of like nurses whenever i've seen a nurse oh, like, what, <laughs> what? It's they, they're so they're so mean. They're all so mean and just unlike the versions they show in movies where yeah. like the teachers are inspiring and they are nice. I mean, I've had you know in in A level I had some good teachers, but besides that, it was always like mean assholes who 
just are there for a power trip. Yeah, you know, well, a lot of them are. I mean, of course, you know, not everyone's always like that. I'm a teacher. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, let's move on. Let's keep this party rolling. Um, Don't Matt mention I... <laughs> waking up early to me. Okay, it makes me go mad. <laughs> let's go. We have a few more. So Matt. Taibi, so there's an article that he tweeted about. The article, the headline says, I haven't read the article, and just being transparent here, Chelsea Clinton calls on Facebook to ban Tucker Carlson. <laughs> and Matt Taibi wrote, clearly this family, uh, this, this is a family that teaches passionate devotion to core American values like free speech. Thank God that Chelsea Clinton is not a bigger character in our lives. I, I, I enjoy that. I mean, I mean I don't you know. rarely she hear about from- her. No, but from what you do here, she seems like a pretty funny gal. So I would have, she seems kind of like, she's one of the funnier. Like she would provide loser like. Loser children. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah she would I don't know much about Great her. level. She had Ghislaine Maxwell in her wedding. Like that was like four years ago. Like, yeah. That wasn't like that long ago. But yeah, I, I don't, but to be fair, I mean, I love Matt Davey and all that, but. Have they ever really been that much of a free speech? Advocate? No, of they, course they've not. They've always been pretty. Yeah, 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 exactly. But, yeah, they've always been. So I don't see there is. I don't see a hypocrisy. Even they've always been. Pretty. No, I wouldn't see the hypocrisy. It's just saying, you know, clearly this is a family that no, teaches but, but, <laughs> passionate devotion a... to core American. Yeah. No, yeah. No. Yeah. If you start dissecting it a bit, maybe in that way, exactly what they say. But I mean, they do stick to. Quote, I mean, you know, they would themselves say that they represent core American values, probably. Yeah, yeah, they, of course. I mean, they, and in many, not just core, by the way, I'm not picking on America, core, all oh, core human value yeah. of corruption and sleaziness <laughs> and, you know, just uh, selling out as soon as you can. That's all of, true. and you do represent that. And that is core value of humans, it seems. So you're yeah, right. Okay, another interesting tweet by pepe escobar so i don't know the level of how what this is not for true it is he wrote put in colin russian minimum wage public sector wages social benefits and pensions will all be raised it's an interesting yeah makes piece sense of news but it doesn't bit. i must say i it's not surprising or i don't think it will help much to be honest yeah. because whenever i've as somebody who's been through a couple of <laughs> devaluation cycles uh, usually the devaluation is so much worse than any rise in minimum wage and all you know like yeah. your money devalues but a 80 percent and then you have a rise of 30 to 40 percent so i guess still you lost half of your money yeah. <laughs> you know, it's 100 and just under it we we already did talked about this in progressive geopolitics aaron matte just said that former top pentagon advisor colonel douglas mcgregor Col- and Rush- colonel Colin Douglas McGregor. Anyway, you guys get what I'm saying. Literally, guy, GI Joe. Yeah, GI Joe guy. But yeah, Bernie Sanders after this managed to write a tweet that is even more pointless than our podcast and me actually reading this tweet. I think me reading this tweet makes it at least that gives some value to it. Bernie tweeted, or his team wrote, "We need to end our dependence on fossil fuels." Oh my God, Cameron! What a what a radical idea! Who who came up with that? And and what an idea that just uh, nobody discusses at all. I mean, wow, originality! 
<laughs> not every tweet i guess can be a banger so it happens we we forgive you uh, bernie with this I, why why but what is this need to constantly tweet or talk or i mean i mean hey I he, got, lot, he got he got 9000 likes 1100 1200 retweets should have looked at the comments i'm curious what the 548 comments are about I would have loved if somebody went, no, we don't need to. <laughs> I mean, but we need to end there. Anyway. And finally, although I think the Bernie Sanders tweet was even worse than this, John Iodora wrote, don't panic, everyone. But yes, Anna Kasparian is joining me on a damage report in 25 minutes. Don't worry, John. No one is panicking or excited from Anna joining your fucking show. It- <laughs> no, but let's read the rest. What is he's joining? Uh, what what is the panic about? Oh, just I don't because know. Anna is joining. Yeah, because he's he's trying to be funny that you know Anna is <coughs> so popular and people love him so much. You know. Oh. Yeah, and they'll be reacting, be reacting to the, to the new, new violent narrative on Ukraine, the right wing advocating violence against teachers. Oh, that's me. Yes, <laughs> 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 uh, bunkers, housing, history, and more. Okay, it's me. All right. <laughs> Yeah, at least like you me. recognize yourself. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, all yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, don't say always to, like, is that, yeah, I, this is better than Bernie Sanders. Yeah, I think I Bernie, yeah. It's they're like announcing something. I mean, I would say they're always having shows together, aren't they? I mean, they're, yeah, I mean, they run the show along with 50 other random people. <laughs> <laughs> <There's> those, <laughs> <There's those. laughs> it's never this a guest. Guy, never, he, it has to host. <laughs> I guess this guy tweeted something against Glenn Greenwald. So yeah. he's a guest host. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, very weak. I must say, very weak, weak, very weak, weak uh, in terms of both culture news yeah i mean maybe it's more my fault perhaps (laughs) maybe it's perhaps my fault you know you know didn't find better content i was a bit busy this week but hopefully we'll be back with a with a big nice episode next week we had an interview with andrew Mm. cockburn that was interesting yeah i listened to that that was just about nuclear and you know people being kind of more shallow about nuclear and stuff and like maybe use a little bit of nuclear <laughs> not too much nuclear. maybe a couple of bombs here and there who's yeah. gonna notice <laughs> just you know ecosystem will collapse who yeah. cares um, yeah so no that was yeah but it's been pretty quiet there's not, not much except you know Zelensky said that the Russians <laughs> yeah. said that just said that just yeah and everybody on twitter being like i can't believe that he's asking for no fly zone do they not know what it means and i think we should give up on this i don't think anybody's gonna people those who don't understand what no fly zone they're they're not gonna understand it seems like yeah and even if they do i mean i guess their argument would be that as soon as america announces a no fly zone russia would back off that's their argument, probably. Yeah, that's not a good argument. <laughs> it could be the case, though, because air power of you know NATO is much higher than air power of just Russia. But at the same time, there's a good chance they won't. So, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, okay. No, the, the worst yeah. thing is that everybody claims that they know what's happening. Like, mm. they're not killing civilians or they are killing civilians or they're... Uh, you know, they, there was just this report that they bombed the uh, 
queue of bread or something mm. and just some of the details they come up with feels like you can't know that like yeah. you know, there was a child and the child as the child was taking his homework out of his bag the bomb dropped next to i mean you can't know this detail it's it's like you couldn't have been there yeah, so, yeah. i agree with you there but okay all right folks please leave your comments questions concerns criticisms everything down below we'll make sure to get to them if not, thank you for watching. Please like and subscribe and we'll see you in our next video. Thank you.